Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 136 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you. This is Oilers Now. Some guests on the show receive gift certificates and gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village. Edmonton South, downtown, north side, and Sherwood Park. Edmonton owned and operated. All right, I believe he's on the bus as we speak. Uh, Ian Herbert's joining us. He is the uh, former Oilers assistant the last three years back as head coach of the U of A Golden Bears, and he's heading up to the Athabasca College Hockey Tournament, where I'll be seeing Ian tomorrow. Ian, uh, welcome back to the show. I know you're on the bus. How are you doing? Oh, let's, uh, let's try that again. Ian, do we got you? I'll be there. We got you. Loud and clear. Okay. All right. Uh, are you going to have to uh, – do you have any eligibility left? Because I hear you're down a few bodies. you got some injuries with your team right now. <laughs> yeah, I played four years, but unfortunately all the years pro – uh, negate that one year. So we are banged up right now. We've got about eight guys out of the lineup. Uh, so we're going up to this weekend playing Friday and Sunday with 10 forwards, six defensemen, and three goalies. It's kind of a crazy scenario because you got a bunch of guys back or out that are good players, like top nine players for you, and then you might be adding some guys at Christmas as well. Uh, and so I, I, I guess, I mean, how do you handle this, this scenario where you're, where you're that banged up at this stage in the season? Well, I guess if you have to have time to have it now in August, September here, uh, then compared to be in February, March. So we'll make do. We'll find ways. It gives opportunity to other guys to get more ice time. Uh, we got a few guys maybe trickling back for next weekend. We'll see how they progress this week. Uh, and then just keep finding a way. Chip, chip away here and maybe adjust things, tweak things a little bit here and there. Uh, but it's good adversity. And when you have adversity and get pushed and tested, that's how you get better. Going to put you on the spot here. We just had Brent Sutter on the show. We were talking about Luke Phillip. You coached the American Hockey League. You're head coach in Milwaukee. You're the Oilers' assistant the last three years. Is Luke a guy with how the game is played today and how the game's changing that could potentially play pro down the road? Well, it's uh, our discussion. Well, I knew him from when he first came to school because we did a hockey school together for the Bears, and we do got to know him very well there. Uh, great character, great person. 
when we talked this summer, when I took over the Bears program again, we, we discussed what he needs to do. Uh, and he's put the work in this summertime. He's worked hard. He's quicker and faster. Uh, starting speed uh, has been very good. Uh, so his first four games here, he's shown a huge improvement from even the season before where he was one of the best players in the new sport. All right. Uh, I was at the game, Ian, on Friday. You outshot Calgary uh, 38-21. Jordan Paperni was stellar in goal, got him the one nothing victory. Guys responded with a 7-3 win uh, last week. Is that one where guys just have to stick with it and eventually the, the, the bounces will start going for you? Well, I don't think we did enough in the hard area. Uh, we wanted to play a little perimeter, a little soft game. Uh, in Saturday's game, we had four goals that they either deflected or somebody was right in the goalie's eyes. I think it was five goals, actually. Uh, and we didn't have that the night before, so it was a great learning lesson for our guys. We just can't show up and play perimeter and uh, expect to play a skill game. We've got to get dirty. We've got to get in the trenches, and that's how you, uh, you gain the offense. How different is the pace, Coach and the Bears, and going back and – teaching a hockey class than when you're getting up and being at the office with the orders at 6 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, well, obviously it's a huge difference. You, you've got elite players like Connor and Dreisaitl and Kreppbaum and, and on and on. So, But it's been a good experience. It's, it's very good people here. Um, so it's been fun teaching the class. It gives me something different to do. Uh, just not always just focused on, I guess, the hockey side, but I get to teach it as well. Uh, the players and people, students, I want to be young coaches, so it's, it's been good. Uh, our players, our group, and our team uh, have good character. They bought in early here, uh, and it's been fun getting on the ice with them as well. You have an expectation that you're going to win every year with that program. Uh, you know, you went 119 and 19 there before, uh, won the back to back national titles before the Oilers brought you in. You took the three year leave from the U of A. Is that just part and parcel that comes with it when you're coaching that team that, you know, you're supposed to be one of the top uh, couple teams? Because you've already talked about the fact that you're pushing the guys to, to, to get a little bit greasier and pay the price and that sort of thing. Yeah, no, that's an expectation of the program. Uh, that's what the alumni expects. That's what the coaching staff expects. And that's what the players expect coming into our program. Um, they want to be pushed. They want to be challenged in a good environment. Uh, and have them a good support by our alumni and want to challenge for a national title every year. Obviously, it's not going to happen all the time, but we want to be right there and we want to be improving our game and be the dominant program in new sports. Uh, Ian, just as an aside, you coached the informal session uh, with the uh, Oiler players, and yesterday both Leon Dreisaitl and Ryan Nugent Hopkins in interviews I did mentioned that the players had a little bit different focus and greater attentiveness. Uh, early in training camp and early in the preseason. Uh, would those comments surprise you based on what you saw with uh, you know Connor leading that group that uh, you coached for a few days? Uh, not at all. And like you said, Connor leading the group, uh, he has that step. He's taken another step even from last year, being the dominant player in the league. Uh, he's, he's like a man out there now. He's no longer a young guy in the league and stuff, and he has something to prove, and as, as do all the other guys in that dressing room. So I thought they had a very good week and a half with me. I think the only day that maybe was a little bit down was the day they did the testing in the morning, which is natural because they were doing the beep and sprint test, so they didn't have much gas left. All right. Uh, Ian, uh, speaking of gas, we'll let the uh, driver uh, not spare the uh, horsepower, and I'll see you up there with John Winwick tomorrow, okay? All right. Thanks, Bob. Look forward to it. Tell Stan he's buying. Thanks a lot. Sounds good. All right. Uh, that's Ian Herbers. He is the uh, head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears, and I'm going to tell you right now, I would be stunned 
if they in the second half of the year because they got a couple more guys coming like the team won last year with a pretty good team they're going to be on another level with the personnel that they've got and the fact that they got you know a guy that's been an NHL assistant and uh, an American Hockey League head coach back in there coaching that team we'll take a time out but not before I tell you Canadian Power Pack Alberta's leader in electrical construction and service Canadian Power Pack electrical prefabrication with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart with our fighting spirit we don't just fight battles we win them marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown and through adaptable problem solving we do just that learn more at marines.com this episode is brought to you by shopify whether you're selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Solar. And starting next week, they're going to be bringing you somebody special. This is Oilers Now. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. It is the best pizza in the city, still making a great Royal Pizza, multiple locations in Edmonton to serve you, including the original Royal Pizza in Old Strathcona. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for 40 49 years now, I think. For uh, menu and locations, visit royalpizza.ca. I think somebody changed the script there on me. Anyhow, uh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. All right, we got Brad Whisker here, along with uh, Brendan Escott. Uh, the uh, Oilers preseason continues tomorrow. Today was a CBA-mandated off day. So uh, let's have some fun here. Brendan, I'm going to put you on the spot. You can jump in LaFray as well. Uh, well. We'll get to the state of Oilers history in a second. Gentlemen, what's McDavid going to do this year? We'll start with you, Brad. How do you think? Uh, goal, give me goals, assists, points. What do you think he ends up doing? 50 goals, 65 assists, 115 points. 150. So he's going to be the shooter on that line if he's going 50, 65. He, I think he's just going to elevate to another level. I mean, yeah. all signs point to that. That's what everybody talks about. You see him day in, day out. Yeah. There's no... You hear what Herbie said? He's a man now. Exactly. That's a pretty interesting comment for me. It's a scary thought. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's going to be 22 in January. How about the power? How about if something happens for the power play? You know, Manny, uh, like, here's the thing. Trent Yanni, great job defensively uh, in Anaheim. Excellent PK for the you know, last three years, top five PK. Gullitson, uh, you know, he's, he's a head coach. Uh, there were some questions about the caliber of special teams in Calgary. Uh, I can't profess to be, I can just look at the numbers. Viveros? When you're at 28% anywhere, you're pretty good. And that's what he was at with Swift. And I watched that team play and the way their power play moved around that. That intrigues me to see, geez, I wonder if they could translate that. So you're going 50, 65, 115. Mr. Escott, what do you got? I agree with 115, but he's getting there with 45 goals and 70 assists. I think that line at least is flashing that they got a couple finishers alongside him. And we know he's going to have that uptick in points too. 
I just had a player in the league text me, uh, Ty Ratty playing his way right into the All-Star game here. So uh, that's, that's kind of funny. Best uh, Canadian team, is it Winnipeg or Toronto? Winnipeg, because of the back end. Yeah? Yeah, Toronto, I mean, you have a few good pieces, but you look at Winnipeg from top to bottom, they're top six. It's hard to match around the league, let, it, let alone right. in Canadian markets. Well, what are we talking about? Their, their defense? You think they've got as good a defense as anybody in the league? Yeah. Really? Yeah. So they got Bufflin, they got Myers. They're, I mean, they're on the right side. Well, Carolina might be able to give them, and then they got True. Yeah. I think I like Bufflin. You know what? Dougie Hamilton's a pretty good uh, right shot defenseman, and so is Brett Pesci. I'm thinking Carolina, and then they got Falk. Brandon, don't, don't forget Nashville. Nashville's got a real good back end. Yeah, they did. So why did Winnipeg win that series? Experience factor, maybe. Because I had. Uh, but Nashville was there the year before they were in the conference. You goaltending. Know, I made it all the way to the Senate. Goal- at the end of the day, it was goaltending, right? Look at Pecker Rene. I mean, show up one night and just lay an absolute egg the next. Yeah, he was inconsistent. So, Brendan, who do you got? Who's, got? who's got the best Canadian team? You know, I know it's not good radio, Bob, but I've got to agree. Until Jake Gardner's not your second best defenseman on the back end, you're not the best team in Canada. Yeah, so you're going with the Jets. Are the Oilers the, the third best team in Canada, do you think? I think so. I think Calgary shipped out the best defender that they had, so that kind of knocks them down a peg. It's it's interesting with Calgary guys because uh, everybody's oh look at all the moves the Flames did. Now they got a bottom six, and I'm like, you know, bottom six forwards because that was a bit of a challenge because they didn't have the support scoring last year. And make no mistake, I want Edmonton and Calgary in the playoffs. I I in a perfect world, the three California teams wouldn't make it for me. Just and there's it's just but but they've been those franchises have been well run for some people think Doug Wilson's the best GM in the league. I think Anaheim's out of the mix this year. So do I. I think that uh, age is catching up to their stars, and they just don't have the depth that they've had. I over think the da- years. I think Dallas Akins will be coaching that team by March. Oh yeah, Th- that's my prediction. Dallas Akins will be coaching that team by March. So you're both going with Winnipeg. You're both got McDavid at 115 points. This is uh, great radio. Eh? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, well, the Ottawa Senators come in last overall because Brad, you are the Ottawa guy. I am the Ottawa guy. I texted my buddy the other day and I said over under 50 losses this year just to give him a hard time. Yeah. He said just under 40. Well, we've been there before at Edmonton. What do you think, Brennan? Oh boy, when you're having a conversation about getting to the cap floor, I think you're you're probably going to be on the NHL floor as well. And they got some, I mean, they got some you look at Bobby Ryan, his shadow of what he once was. Yeah, They got like three or four guys like that up front alone. And what version of Craig Anderson shows up? He's well, 37 years old. Yeah, it's, I mean, the clock's ticking on him. And I know a lot of people out this way don't catch many Sens games, but the loss of uh, Jean-Gabriel Pajot that's is a big huge. One, yeah. It's huge. PK and just a grinder that can give you 14 or 15 good minutes every night. I think uh, I think Ottawa will finish in the basement, and uh, how ugly is that going to look when that first-round pick, first overall pick? If they end up, if, oh, it's just brutal. It's just brutal. That's the sort of thing that gets a general manager fired. Brad, thanks for all your help over the last uh, two months. It's been great, Bob. Brandon, you're stuck with me here for the next little while. Hope you're up for it, bro. Absolutely. Can't wait. All right. Let's go to Listing Oilers History, brought to you by New West Travel, Edmonton's premier travel company for 38 years. Book your winter vacation package with New West Travel. Receive free parking at Value Park at the Edmonton International Airport. Go online at newwesttravel.com for your vacation dreams. On this day in 2015, the Oilers open up the preseason 
a 4-2 win over Calgary. It'd be the uh, start of their final season at Northlands Coliseum. Coliseum. They played two games that night. They played a game at Edmonton and a game in uh, Calgary. Here's what we got coming up on 6.30, Chad. Uh, Sports-wise this week, uh, Reed Wilkins has inside sports tonight. And uh, he... He's. You want to come on here for three seconds and pull your. That's just how it works. It's just. Uh, I'm in the room, Bob. I didn't. Hey, know nice that, glasses. Yeah. Well, he's I, got new glasses yes, already. Uh, who <laughs> you got tonight? Well, Jack Michaels is going to come on. I I can't be sure what he's going to be talking. It may be both teams, Edmonton Oilers and Cleveland Browns. Well, because they won for the first they time beat since the Jets Christ, last Christmas night. Eve. Christmas Eve 2016. So Jack's They're, a happy. They boy. could be three and zero. Oh. How so, close are they to being three and zero? Oh? So you got Jack Michaels coming in. Sorry, who else? Rick Campbell's going to be uh, on tonight, head coach of the Ottawa. Say it with me, Brad. Red, Red blocks. blocks. Oh, sorry, what's that from? <laughs> because it's all caps, so oh. I always yell it. Oh, okay. you got to explain jokes to Bob sometime. Oh, it's I'm, okay. I'm, I'm getting old. <laughs> Uh, there we go. Uh, speaking of the Eskimos, the Edmonton Eskimos take on the they get back uh, back at it against Ottawa after their bye week pregame show with Morley Scott, Dave Campbell, and the entire crew starts at twelve thirty kickoff at two o'clock. Uh, the Oilers are in Winnipeg against the Jets pregame show at four uh, thirty Edmonton time. Puck drop at six o'clock. Uh, look for the Oilers to go with a less experienced lineup than the one uh, last night. Uh, hey, have a terrific weekend, everybody. And uh, hopefully uh, we'll bluff our way and be back on the air here with Oilers Now on Monday. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by the 6.30 Chet Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad.